Welcome to Life Beyond Our Wildest Dreams Recovery Podcast. My name is Denise and I'm your host. Here we're in season two. Here we are already, bright and light theme, discussing new topics with, with different guests. We'll talk about health and wellness, fitness, cooking, and my guests will share what things they love to do now in recovery that they never made time for before. So when I thought of health and wellness and fitness, of course, the first person I thought of was mentor and friend and fellow podcaster, Anthony Capazzoli. I'm sure many of you who follow him have seen on either his Instagram or Facebook, this man and his baking, his cooking, his contributing to his household. He's like, I look at the, I mean, he's just like a baking frenzy. And so, you know, it started me thinking about what things do we do in recovery that we never made time for before? Well, I've known Anthony for a while. And when I first met Anthony, he was not baking. He was not cooking. Um, he was not laid back. He wasn't really talking too much about, oh, well, what can I contribute to the family today? It was kind of a little bit more me, me, me. So without any further introduction, Anthony, are you there? I am. Thank you again for having me. I love being here. Well, and you're always a good sport too. Whenever I want to kick anything off, you're always a willing participant. So, you know, think about when we first met, that would be probably a couple of years ago now. Yeah, it's got to be four, four years now, I'd say. Well, you're, you are clean and sober. How long? I'll be five years in May. Okay. So yeah, probably four, right? Yeah. And I mean, think back to then, you know, how your days were going, um, you know, coming in, um, disrupted by what was going on in the house. You've got small children you had a lot of, you know, in your own mind drama going on in the household, you know, kids needed to be quiet. This needed to happen. And now look at the transformation. Yeah. What a difference when you recover and you, um, you know, and you're kind of one of these guys that, um, in all due respect, I mean, just goes to the beat of his own drum. Like, you know, no particular recovery pattern, no really particular, like you don't really subscribe to any specific thing. You found your own way of living that works. So, you know, there's such a big difference uh, from four years ago. So we'll get to the specific things you do, but I know that the CrossFit and and fitness is really important in your day. I know that, you know, you work from home, I believe. So you have a part of a work day and then you do a lot of assisting for your family cooking with your Italian background. You know, I know that's important as well. So why don't you take us through a, a basic day? I would love that. Uh, so my basic day starts the night before. So before I go to bed and the kids are down by during the week at eight, uh, the weekends about nine, uh, I set up for getting up at 4 a.m. and I just get my workout gear set up on my sink in my in my bathroom. And I get up at four. I'm out the door at about 440 to get to the gym for a one hour CrossFit workout. Uh, and then I stay after class and get 5,000 meters on either the row, the bike, or the ski, uh, erg, and I love it. So I do that six, five days a week at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. workouts. And then on the weekends, 
I go in the morning, but the time varies a little bit uh, just to accommodate my wife, Jen. Sometimes she has tennis, sometimes she doesn't. So she does. I stay back and go after that kind of thing. But I do seven days a week. And the reason is it really helps me with positive routines towards health and benefit and trying to live and lead by example, not just for myself, but for my kids, uh, which is really important. So, and I've come to love the routine. I cannot tell you the impact it's made, not just on my health and well-being from a physical perspective, but a mental perspective, an emotional perspective. It's cleared my mind in so many ways. Because I didn't do anything like that back in the day. I was always drinking, drugging, and smoking, and almost doing the opposite, doing everything I could to ruin myself, where I would go to bed at four or five in the morning, where now I get up at four in the morning, which is the right side of the sun to be on for sure. So I, I, I think too that, you know, no matter what age a person is, I mean, you are close to 50, right? Uh, 52, actually. So the thing is, is that, you know, no matter at what stage we're at, you know, coming into recovery, whatever you can, it doesn't matter That's right. stage or level of fitness to do something, you know, on the flip side, I'm a person who's disabled, you know, have real structural issues and uh, walk with a walker. But, you know, I think the thing is we can do whatever we can do within our own limitations mm -hmm. every single day as well. I have to walk sometimes once, not if sometimes twice. And, yeah. you know, just to get out every day and do that. And, uh, you know, so anybody who's listening, you don't have to go from nothing to, Anthony's skill level and I mean he goes like crazy I mean if you see these videos you guys gotta watch movies I mean he just looks like a crazy guy going in the gym and everything he's doing is in high speed I think he's probably forward fasting but the thing is is that you know you don't have to be intimidated and you know think you've got to go from nothing to all of that you can find your own comfort level in between the main thing is to just start and do something to make yourself feel better and Another important thing you said about that is it starts your day as well with a structure. Yeah. And I think as people who have been in addiction, you know, we become so unstructured in our addiction. And yeah, the chaos of that is a very big deal. And, and for, for listeners, just so that everyone knows, I did not start out of the gates uh, at this level of uh, CrossFit routine. I started literally walking a half a mile uh, a day and over the years, I've gotten to be able to do two or three workouts for pretty high intensity a day if I choose. But it, it, it's the process. And what I've learned is not just the routine, but I've fallen in love with the process of my life in a wonderful way, knowing that, and, you know, I, I suck at CrossFit. I love doing it and I work hard to get better every day. But generally speaking, I'm not very good at it. And that's what I've learned to love. I love the process of failure. I've loved the process of not being an expert. I love the process of trying harder the next time. That is the part in that recovery has given me is the joy of not just the routine, but the process. And when you're like, could be anything. Um, and working out is a, a pretty linear example because, you know, you can add weight to improve. You can add time to improve intensity to improve. And I like, I like that puzzle. Uh, as it were, I, I enjoy the process of trying to get better. At 52, I'm in better shape now than I have been in my entire life, save maybe a couple years uh, in high school. Uh, and you know, I, I'm very, very, very happy to say that because I was a walking disaster before. 
where now um, I'm happy to say that I'm so tired at the end of the day that I'm, I am in bed. My kids go to bed at eight by eight 15. My wife laughs because I'm asleep already. <laughs> wow, but you're starting really early too. I'm starting really early for sure. And, uh, and you know, the next part of my day, I mean, I come home from my workout, I, I get cleaned up and then I, my wife and I help get the kids off to school, make their lunches and get them ready. We eat trap one of the kids off at separate schools, come back. And then I start my work day. But before I do, I have about a half hour before I do that. So I'll sit down and read for a while every day, uh, 20, 30 minutes. And then uh, I work. And then around lunchtime, um, I'll eat, obviously. And then I'll watch probably one episode while I'm eating of Modern Family. And then uh, I'll study Italian a little bit just because I thoroughly enjoy that as well. I'm not very good at it, but I love the process of it. And so there's, I have a few avenues to go down to study Italian, everything from different podcasts to courses, to books, reading, movies, videos, et cetera. So I'll spend a little time doing that. Uh, and I try to do that in 10 to 20 minute sprints because I learn better that way that I've learned and, you know, work throughout the day and go pick up one of my kids, come back and sometime the I day was before. Say, though, somewhere in that day, there's going to be some dough rising. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things I do now too, is I make uh, from scratch homemade breads, homemade pastas, lots of cooking and gardening uh, to kind of go back to my traditional roots um, from my family from Italy. And what I love most about that is that was something I would never do at this level before, but I always remember growing up in a wonderful smelling house at my grandma's house and the great food and kind of being around the table as a family and those loving moments. So I wanted to recreate that for my kids and give them that part of me that I love so much. So that's what I do. I bake and cook and learn as I go along the way, watch lots of videos and look up a lot of things online and, and practice, practice, teach some of us, some of you, uh, which I love doing as well, but I love three years old and making my first loaf of bread from scratch. And yeah, you know, I'm not probably as in love with it as you are because, you know, you have different reasonings for doing it. But I mean, I think it's always good to challenge ourselves to try something new. And yeah, I think 100%. the theme of everything you're saying is that, you know, everything is progress, not perfection. It's, it's exactly it's okay, right. to, it's okay to have the imperfections. The main thing is to try it, to do it. And then, you know, at the end of it, it's the accomplishment, right? And especially with your baking and cooking, it's really helping. I mean, what wife doesn't want a husband that's cooking and baking? Come on. And, <laughs> you know, Really? And then, you know, the kids are loving it. Your family is benefiting it. You're all eating healthy. And just before we wind up here, um, why don't you also explain a little bit that, you know, once you started really paying attention to the home cooking, the no preservatives and everything that you had some success, your children are both young and you had some real success noticing a change yeah in them so it's not just you who's benefited from all this so you started cooking and and making you know wholesome food for your kids and what was the result there so uh in truth my wife paid more attention um she's been a little bit more of a nutritionist and a food nut in terms of what quality goes in quality comes out kind of process and she's really paid attention to uh off the shelf or large manufactured processes for food making 
And we've noticed that our kids had a direct impact if they had sugary cereal in the morning, that they were had behavioral issues at home before they left the house and problems with behavior at school or whatever it might be. Um, and I'm not saying they were good in school, they do fine, but they would have some flare ups or moments of, for lack of a better term, um, some like they would just have like these sugar rushes and go completely spinning out. So we started to realize that if we cooked from scratch homemade pancakes and French toast with homemade breads and things like that, that that didn't happen. So that's what we started to do is we limited. And in fact, we do not have boxed uh, manufactured and highly processed cereals with all the different kinds of sugars and preservatives and food coloring in it and all that other nonsense. And listen, don't get me wrong. It, kids love it. And sometimes I, you know, like a bowl of frosted mini wheats too, but the negative impact was enormous on my children. So we started to not only make them from scratch breakfast, you know, bacon and eggs, whatever it might be, uh, homemade pancakes, French toast, etc but also for lunches. And yes, they do get little snacks of little chips and things like that. We're not perfect and then we don't pretend to be. Uh, but we have noticed that if we cut out some major sources of sugar throughout their diet, uh, that it has a tremendous impact on their behavior and their ability to get and stay calm where they're not spinning out or having that sugar rush moment. So we really spend a lot of time doing the best that we can making everything, if we can from scratch, some things are out of reach or out of range, but Generally speaking, we do our very best to remove all of those high processed sugars and foods that are really, really bad. Uh, once in a while, we do like a frozen pizza, so we'll do that. But the sugar cereals, um, our kids almost don't even like them anymore. It's really strange that they've almost gone 180. My youngest, he's a bit of a fiend about it, so he'll eat it, but he goes completely bananas if he does. My oldest is like, yeah, I don't really want that. I'll just have the pancakes, please. So, yeah, and you can tell the real difference. I mean, even just break, making a loaf of bread with no preservatives, yeah. no sugar, um, you go and you taste an English muffin or something else later, and you can really tell the difference. So, you absolutely can. And, and the, so, the, the main takeaway for me is I fall in love with the process of my life in sobriety where I don't even it doesn't occur to me that I'm sober anymore. And what I mean by that is I've just gone on living and loving it. And I, I, yeah, I have my trigger moments, of course. And I have the moments that are a little bit of a struggle here and there, like everybody, but I've fallen in love so much with the process of my life and the course of my life with my family and the quality that we have now here in calmness that it's great. Every day is wonderful. And there are days that suck. I don't mean it that we're just, you know, sunshine and rainbows, but what I'm saying is, our path is calm. So when those moments come up that are tougher, they're much easier to handle. They don't cause me to spin out. I don't go running off and throw a tantrum or caught drinking and drugging. And so it's great. And my kids get to see more than anything, more than anything for me, the kids get to see what is a, like a calm home. And there's always food and homemade food. And Jen and I are always here for the kids. And I really enjoy that. Like we're, we've become the family that's always home. So a lot of their friends come and spend time here on the weekends and during the day to play and stuff. And, and I love it uh, because I, I think that's a good sign that it's working, that my kids know that they, they always, you know, we're always here. So it's really quite nice. And the important thing is, is that you've now developed through your own, and it all starts with you staying clean and sober. Yeah. It, that you've healed and you've evolved into this life your family then has you know 
benefited and you now have the family that you've always wanted to have and you are leading a family that you've always wanted to have and you're setting by example and it's you know when so you live this type of life and you know we end up living the life beyond our wildest dreams we don't have the need for the drug or the alcohol because that's so true those voids are filled yeah, absolutely. So, you know, today you're explaining to people, which I appreciate always is, you know, clean and healthy living. Yeah. And, you know, so I just want to thank you for coming and letting us know and sharing this. We'll keep watching the Instagrams, you know. <laughs> and so on a scale of one to 10, if you had to say before, just to let people know when you first came into recovery and for the first couple of years and everything about how many minutes a day would you... um contribute to any of this oh as little as possible like virtually less than an hour if i could Perfect. because I, so you'd yeah. be engaged with the family overall maybe an hour yeah maybe and now maybe. and now you know the bulk of your day is oh yeah for sure contributing to your family a hundred percent it's it's yeah every minute of my day is uh being a being active part of the family in some capacity uh, which is truly wonderful. So you know what? It works, right? It does work. It does work. It takes you time. You do the and work, you put in the effort, you get the result. That's right. Practice makes improvement for sure. So well, thank you so much, Anthony, for coming today and always being a good sport and kicking off, telling us a bit about health and wellness and fitness. Anybody can start at any level. The main thing is make the time for the things that you love. And, you know, life is short. So, you know, make it your best life. So you take good care. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Bye-bye.